Zombies, aliens, UFOs, cyborgs, robots, replicants, mutants, megalomaniacs wielding weapons of mass destruction, and all manner of evildoers hell-bent on attacking not just America, but sometimes the whole human race. Joe Ledger's ready. He's the tip of the spear, Thor's hammer. DMS may be the brains, but Joe is the muscle. Unlike Bourne, Joe knows exactly who he is. Well, that's not quite true. He knows he's really three people in one body. Three personalities in constant warfare for control of his mind, heart, and body. The tough ex-cop, the civilized man, and the warrior. Effective? Oh yeah. Loyal? To a fault. Dangerous? Like cooking nitroglycerin in your kitchen. In other words, the perfect man for the job. Fox Mulder tells us the truth is out there. Joe Ledger knows the truth, and it's not out there. It's right here, right now, and it's scary as hell. I think we all get the feeling there is way more going on in the world than the things we read about in the news. When Edward Snowden lifted the corner of the rug and government secrets skittered out like cockroaches, I doubt many of us were all that surprised. Lift that rug a little more, and the world of Joe Ledger is suddenly not only plausible, but inevitable. Fiction rooted in reality. I eagerly await these new Joe Ledger tales as they transport me deeper and deeper into that amazing world of what if and Tony Eldridge, producer of The Equalizer. Introduction. The world of Joe Ledger. Joe Ledger was born in a diner. That seems somehow very appropriate. I was sitting at the Red Lion Diner north of Philadelphia having an omelet and, I think, my 20th cup of coffee while going over notes for a non-fiction book I was writing, Zombie CSU, The Forensics of the Living Dead. That book asked the question, what would happen if Night of the Living Dead were real? How would people in various fields, science, medicine, law enforcement, the military, the clergy, the press, etc., react, research, and respond. While I was editing, a couple of people started talking in my head. Understand, if you're not a writer, then this is a serious cry for help. You put your shrink on danger pay and get lots of help. If, however, you are a writer, this is another day on the job. You see, for guys like me, there are always conversations going on. There are scenes playing out. It's like standing in the TV showroom at Best Buy when every screen is playing a different channel. That's what a writer's head is like pretty much all the time. The imagination is a multi-track mixing board, and sometimes you don't know what random elements are suddenly going to coalesce into a scene, a character, or a story. Inexperienced writers often try to shut out those voices. Writers who understand the somewhat eccentric nature of the craft... Listen for a bit, eavesdropping on the conversation. If it's just background noise, what I often consider airport waiting room chatter, then you close it out and go back to work on whatever has a deadline catching fire. If, on the other hand, it has the flavor of importance, then you absolutely must stop and listen closely. The conversation going on in my head that day was like that. My gut told me that I needed to lean in and pay attention. I had no idea who these two people were, not until I started paying attention. It became apparent, though, that it was a cop being interviewed for a job with a covert special ops group. 
the cop was a smart ass. The guy interviewing him was smarter, older, and a little scary. They were talking about saving the world. So, I took control of the conversation, as a practiced writer will, and I wrote down everything I could remember of what they said, and then I roughed out the rest of that chat. And I wrote a short follow-up scene, quick and dirty, where the cop is put in a room with a terrorist he killed during a joint police homeland raid. The dead guy attacks him. And that's when I backed up and wrote something that I realized was the opening chapter of a new novel. What I wrote was, When you have to kill the same terrorist twice in one week, then there's either something wrong with your skills or something wrong with your world. And there's nothing wrong with my skills. That was Joe Ledger. It was his voice. It was his world. And he'd reached out from some weird place in my writer brain and told me, told, not asked.